Welcome back to Raw Nomadic Lens. I'm your host, Sherry Michelle. Thank you for joining me. It is Podcast Monday. Staying true to my word here. And uh, I'm also staying true to my juice fast. So let's see. This is the 3rd of October. I believe this is day 7 or 8. Today's day nine. What do you know? Today's day nine. So I actually water fasted the last two days. Um, and then I did get juiced today. I gotta say, um, bank fraud is nothing to... <laughs> and here I am laughing. Nothing to laugh about. Ay ay ay. Bank fraud as a nomad doubly challenging but uh you know what i say every challenge is an opportunity for growth and man have i grown in the last two weeks uh made a lot more calls today but uh the bank is still working on the fraud investigations so it is what it is and uh hey i want to give a shout out to um some listeners that I see are are listening like consistently in these cities. Hello, Dublin. Hello, Brussels, Oslo, Barcelona, um, out in the country in Oregon near the Boardman bombing range and uh, Hermiston <laughs> outside Wichita and Singapore. Thank you guys for like listening consistently. I always forget to ask you guys to follow me. So please do. Please follow me um, so that I have more than <laughs> more than the eight followers I have myself to count there too. Nine, but the map is what really speaks uh, for itself there. Seeing everybody all over the world, um, that is super fun. Uh, I've just got a little bit of uh, heart chakra music going here, some healing meditation music I need all the positive vibes I can get, send them my way, love and light. Um, I'm just, uh, I'm working a lot and um, just trying to get through the bank fraud charges that started in New Mexico and I went to Arizona and the bank says there's a lot more coming in, but of course they've closed the card down and and, uh, the challenge has been um, when my clients pay me, that goes into PayPal and I had no way to get that into my bank account because PayPal is also experiencing a glitch. I know, fascinating, riveting story, isn't it? (laughs) I'm just trying to let you know what nomadic life is like. Uh, Yeah, so this is a little more challenging to handle on the road, but I'll figure it out. We'll all get it figured out. It'll be fine. I know it's going to be fine. But it's been a real uh, test to see uh, how I handle this. Um, I have got to say... That being raw or juicing, same thing to me right now, is helping me. It's got to be helping me handle this better than I would if I were not raw or juicing. So um, I also, Hawaii is on my radar again. Um, You know, I bought my ticket a while back. I'll be there January 3rd through March 8th so far, as far as we know right now unless I decide to stay longer, but um, I'm really looking forward to that 
that healing time in Hawaii. Man, I love it there. I do think it may be my favorite place on earth right now. Ireland's a close second. will always have a special place in my heart. I could go back to Ireland again and again and again. I, I plan to, in fact. <laughs> I'm wondering where you guys love to go. Um, I love to hear about uh, new adventures in different countries. And uh, I am possibly going to Morocco in April. So that's been on my list for a long time. I've always been drawn to the uh, mosaic tiles and the architecture, the beautiful colors. And of course... I could finally become fluent in Arabic instead of just uh, dabbling with my nieces and nephews and my Arabic family. So they always said if I lived there anywhere a month um, immersed in the language completely that I would become fluent. So in the meantime, I'm brushing up with Duolingo, which I love. If you haven't tried it, um, I'm not getting paid to say this. It's really a fun way to learn a new language and or brush up on an old language like I'm doing. I lost a lot of my vocabulary that I learned a long time ago just because the kids grew up and they just don't speak Arabic as much. And so uh, I wasn't having to Tell them to wash their hands and don't hit her and don't eat that. It's been on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) I lost a lot of those words. (laughs) So I'm getting them back. And uh, I am about to pupper sit in California again for my friends. Um, Right now I'm just staying with them. Their dates changed a little bit. so um, But they uh, invited me to stay anyway for the original dates. So I'm just getting a lot of work done. Go for pupper walks. Uh, learn more about them. You know, it always changes the dynamic uh, if you add a pupper to the mix, and they did that this year. So we now have three instead of two here, and they're just a blast. They're great dogs. And I have a sit booked in. Um, I had to cancel my sit in Washington for now, uh, but I do have a sit bo- booked in Portland between my two that are here in California. So that's going to be fun, and I'll get to see uh, my old friend Johanna from school. I almost got to see my old friend Kai from school. This is like back in high school. I've been friends with these guys, and I'm happy to say we've kept in touch. And uh, let's see what else is going on. Oh, gosh, I burned too much sage. Um, (laughs) Same smudge stick I used in Taos, but... And it's packed so tight. This really doesn't make sense to me. Maybe you guys have experienced this and you can reach out to me on like Twitter, TikTok, or um, YouTube. Um, I'm under Raw Nomadic Lens on Instagram and on YouTube. And I believe on Twitter and then TikTok, I'm Sherry Michelle. But if you want to reach out to me on any of these, uh, it'd be great because I thought I understood smudge sticks. I've been using them a really long time. And this one was packed so tightly that I bought in Taos, I bought two of them, and then learned to make them myself. My mother taught me how. Uh, But the ones I bought were packed really tightly, and usually those are hard to keep lit. Like, they only stay lit maybe 30 seconds, so you keep relighting as you smudge. That's fine. And that's the way it was in Taos with this same stick. But um, I asked uh, my friend Matt here if I could smudge in my room, and... uh, (sighs) It just wouldn't go out and you know you're not supposed to put them out you're supposed to let them do what you ask them to do and but I just I it had gone too long so I was trying to like 
tamp it out and it wasn't tamping out and it makes no sense because there's just no oxygen in there it's packed so tightly and it just would not go out so i finally ended up running water over it and by that time it was it had just it had burned too long so i feel badly it's because I can still smell it in the room, even though I had the window open. And if you know of a way to get rid of smudge smoke smell, please let me know. Because the things I'm looking up just don't... I'm, I'm not going to wash someone else's walls. I don't think that that's appropriate. Um, we'll see, though. I'll keep looking at options. And, uh, yeah, they were, they were not happy, and I totally understand. Uh, I wish... I would have been told no from the beginning, but, you know, live and learn. I will never smudge in someone else's house again. Um, in Taos, I felt like, it, well, again, it was only for a little bit because it just kept going out like they normally do. Um, but I'm sure that that guest house has been smudged before, and I didn't notice the, the odor lingering either. But um, anyway... Again, live and learn. Every challenge is an opportunity for growth. Moving on. So, I do love being back in California. I need to be outside more. I have been meditating with trees, which is pretty cool. Um, my morning meditations have been really challenging. And so, um, I, I, my big challenge lately has been to meditate before I touch my phone. And I think... Since I keep failing at that, I'm going to have to ask my niece, are you comfortable with me shutting my phone off overnight? Uh, I think that's, wow, that may be the only solution. So, might give that a go. Um, but in the afternoons, I've enjoyed going to this tree that's actually in a parking lot, but like behind the buildings, and meditating with my back against it. And that's been a big help. It's easier. And it may also just be easier meditating outside. But um, those are my meditation challenges. And um, <laughs> I got to touch on the fraud thing one more time just because there was such a curveball thrown at me. So yesterday I get a UPS notification saying I have a package that's been delivered. I didn't send any packages, wasn't expecting any packages, so I checked to see where it was delivered, and it just says the state of Illinois. Well, that's where my home address is. But they won't tell me anything more about it. They won't show me an address. They won't show me a picture, which is unusual, and they won't give me a name. So after trying to get more information out of them, I just abandon that idea and go back to working and then I get a text from Gabe in Chicago saying that Jebby got a pup box well she's gotten bark boxes before from her former foster mom awesome awesome former foster mom Cassie but she's never sent us a pup box and we've never ordered one and um, there was no receipt inside there was no order number on anything in the box or on the outside of the box and it wasn't from Cassie. So this person that's got a hold of my debit card bought things that looked like me. I'm assuming from Googling me. Like there's an AARP membership that's one of the fraud charges. And um, dog stuff. 
and yeah, things that, oh, a fasting, help me do fasting website or something. Well, I've been fasting off and on since I was 19. I've never sought, except for the, okay, I sought one coaching session with Vicki Sheeran. Other than that, I've never sought any help uh, fasting. So it's very weird. Half the charges that actually showed up in my account, because the bank says there's a whole bunch more that never, that I've never seen from this same person. Um, They've just never shown up as something that looks like me. And I thought that was like extra, extra sneaky. So I had a long conversation with the bank about that today. It was very enlightening. They're still not sure why they're doing that, but to order something for my dog and send it to me in amongst all the other fraud charges is really super weird. Like what is going on? You feel like you're being gaslit, like digitally, (laughs) cyber, cyber wise, I guess. Oh, it's so strange. I don't know what people have to gain from that, but I'm just trying to stay calm and meditate my way through it, Um, turn to animal communication sessions for love and support and just like get my head in a different positive space. Um, What else can you do? You know, you can't give into it. You can't let your fear get the best of you. Um, You just have to, (laughs) what what else do I always say? Roll with it, Sherry. The angels have you back. Surrender. These are my mantras. So I will make it out the other side of this. It'll be fine. Life will go on. And I will have learned a lot. I hope that you all see your challenges the same way. That we're all just evolving through different life experiences. It's really all it is. I'm fine. You're fine. We're all fine. This too shall pass. <laughs> and uh, in the meantime, I'm burning candles and not sage. <laughs> I'm also reading, um, finishing up my book on dowsing by Elizabeth Brown. Some of you may know that I use dowsing rods in parts of my animal communication sessions. Um, of course, we're the receiver and they are... Um, just an extension of that, the amplifier. Um, so the information is coming th- through us and then through the rods. But um, I still find it comforting, um, even more so than uh, pendulums. Uh, I, I always have my pendulum in my pocket, but I, I prefer the rods just because it's so clear that I'm not moving them because they have the handles. I started out, I just used them for the... Um, the body scan portion of my animal communication sessions because I felt in a session I wasn't getting clear enough readings on different organs and you know whether there were blockages or growths or masses or um, inflammation things like that I really wanted a as thorough a session as possible, but also as thorough a body scan as possible for the animals and for their humans, you know, to know if they had any old injuries or something creeping up or whatever. So that's what I got the rods for. And then 
I just discovered they were really great for confirming, like, did I see that right? Like today, um, an animal showed me, it was a dog showing me, um, mom had asked, uh, I'd never heard of an animal having like actual like night terrors before. And she said when she was alive, she'd had three. And um, the dog, her name's Twink, she said, she was visited by spirit three times during her her life with her mom. And um, it was to write her course. And she showed me um, like a captain's wheel on a ship. And that um, it was to write her back onto her course with her mom. That her mom was going through some things at those three different specific times. And that Twink was being guided back to her soul contract with her mom so interesting I, you just can't believe the stuff that I am learning every day from every animal they are full of surprises and I feel like um, Dolores Cannon used to say like you don't give a baby a steak you don't give a baby an apple you you know it's you have to start where you are and I feel like all the sessions build on each other you know, certain animals teach me one thing and I have that concept and then the next wave will teach me more things and then they build on that. And it's like, um, there are some big concepts I've had to wrap my mind around that I couldn't have done had I not taken the, the baby steps with the other sessions. What else did she tell me that was super interesting? Oh, she said when she um, returned to spirit that her mother saw her soul leave her body. And I thought that was fascinating. So we'll see what her mom has to say about that when she emails me back after listening to the session. But yeah, this has been very heart-expanding, soul-expanding work, and I love it. And... Um, it takes me to a really nice, relaxed space. And also, I think what I love the most about it is just like being in wonder. Like you feel like you're a child again. Like you thought you knew something, but no. Like there's a whole universe full of information still out there and available to you. And uh, I'm definitely open to receiving as much as I can. Um, I talked with Goose today too, my friend Shelly, um, who I actually met through TikTok, through my channel, she, <laughs> I call her the Goose Whisperer because she's had this flock of geese that's come to her and now ducks and even different breeds of ducks. Um, but these Canada geese, the core group of them told her they would not be migrating. And then, like, when I've talked to each of them, she hasn't named all of them, but the ones I've talked to, about five of them now, uh, you know, confirmed, like, yeah, we're not migrating. And they did not. They've stayed, uh, they sleep a little further down under a tree, which is unusual. Normally, they sleep in the water, I guess, but they feel safe there. She's bandaged a lot of their feet because they've had bumblefoot where their feet get cut up and they tend to, like, curl under as they're healing. They found the source of that in one of my sessions with uh, Mama Goose. She said, uh, she showed me railroad ties. And I thought, that doesn't seem like it'd be all that hard on their feet. Their feet are pretty tough. Well, it turned out the railroad ties, um, Shelly and 
our husband John and their dog Mr. Brindles, they went off in search of these railroad ties and it ended up just being a landmark that there was a big sheet of wood full of nails like up out of the water that these they were all walking on getting their feet cut up. So I asked Mama Goose today if that was it, if that was the culprit and she said yes, that there weren't any new injuries but there were still some birds making their way to Shelley for help with their feet. She learned how to do this um, what to put on them and how to bandage them through a rehabilitation um, center. So she is having a spiritual awakening through these geese, and it's been really incredible. And I, I never thought I'd be talking to geese, but it's been fascinating. Um, yeah, it's just never what you expect. You just got to let go of all expectations and just stay open to all of it. It's really beautiful, beautiful work. I'm trying to think of some other things that they told me. Uh, She has a super special bond with Mama Goose that I really can't go into. But, um, yeah, just uh, mind-blowing stuff. Trying to think of who else I've talked to that's been kind of unusual. Someone did uh, mention they'd like me to do a session with their snake. I'm looking forward to that. I'd also really love to communicate with ferrets. Um, most of you know I talked with sharks first and then some cats and dogs and I've talked with horses and a miniature pony and a miniature donkey and I am I think sheep would be really cool Um, so yeah I'm looking forward to all of it it's just a fantastic adventure it's amazing how much my life has changed in a year it's been about a year since I've been out I mean since I first first came out here to pupper sit in California for my friends. And, uh, when I said that to my friend, um, Matt, he said, no, that it's no way. Was it a year? It's been two years. And I was like, no, it's been a year. So sure crammed a lot into last year. Um, and it's like a mind boggling amount of growth for me. Um, but I'm proud of that and I'm happy about it and I hope you're experiencing the same I really do that's about all I have for you this Monday I'll see you next next Monday and uh, thank you for tuning in I know you could have done a lot of things with this time but you chose to be here with me and that's really special and I deeply appreciate it love your support I feel the love and I'm wishing all of you fantastic adventures, lots of love and light, sending it your way. Carpe diem.